It took us an extra second to fix an audio glitch, but we are live with the first official UCSS postgame show. Uh, Adam the Bull will join us in one second. I'm with Jeff Lloyd, G. Bush, and guys, as we are sitting here watching the last final seconds of the game, Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers are driving. They're on the 20-yard line, for, on the 14-yard line, excuse me, first and 10, and Baker Mayfield has the Panthers in position to kick a game-winning field goal. Even a few minutes ago, did you guys ever see this being a possibility? Sure I did. Sure I did. I, 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 when you when you playing games, this is my issue. When you're playing games, you play to the end of the football game. And right now, when you look at what the Cleveland Browns do, they ha- they've been playing solid defense the whole game, but they've had two massive busts in- involving the safeties and corners again and giving up massive yards. You can't give up a one-strike touchdown when you already are up and you keep everything in front of you. It's just it's, it's, you, you cannot have it. It just can't do it. You just can't do it. Jeff, it was the, literally the one thing they couldn't do was give Robbie Anderson a free route to the end zone, 75-yard bomb from Baker, which made this a one-score game. As they showed the replay, we, it looked like Newsom and Johnson had some communication issues. It looked like Newsom thought uh, Johnson was going to have high help. He didn't. Jeff, who, who do you kind of put the blame on for that mishap defensively? Um, I'm always a big Joe Woods guy. I'm going to put the blame on Joe Woods. Um, okay. This is a keep-it-in-front-of-you type of thing. And you know, you make him go seven five yards in ten plays, not in one play. Um, which they haven't done any... all day, by the way. They they exactly. did once and it was another coverage breakdown at the end of the first half, which allowed them to get that first touchdown on the board. Yeah, no, this shouldn't be a communication error. This should be a somebody should be deep. You know, you shouldn't be having the opportunity where Robbie Anderson, who has one calling card in this league, which is his ability to get deep. Um, that that's bad call on Joe Woods. You put your team in a bad situation. Um, you're in the fourth quarter. This, this is the time, is the time where, where it's, it's keep, keep everything, everything in front, in front, of, front of us. Of us. So that's so a that's big, 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 mistake big mistake as far as the defensive call there. there. Guys. This is crazy, Bull. Bull, as soon as you came the echo was fixed. As soon as you came, came, back, back, came back, it came back. Yeah. So it's on you somehow. You have to have headphones, I think. Me? Me? No, Bull, he doesn't have his headphones in. Is that it? put headphones on. Are you guys on? Are we on? We're live, baby. All right, I'll be right back. All right, get headphones. Bring it back. Yeah, it's definitely a Bull thing because... As soon as he came back on, it uh, the echo issue, which we experienced earlier, happened. It's now third and seven here. Third and 11. Hand off to McCaffrey. Browns get the stop. And they're going to force Eddie Pinheiro to kick a field goal from about 37 yards for the win. <laughs> Guys, confidence level? What's the, what's the feeling here? Man, at, at, this, at this point, even if he misses or makes it, this is still unexcusable. It's still unexcusable. When you talk when you talk about this game and you talk about you're up by two scores, first of all, you need to be doing something play call wise to get it done. And you go to your defensive coordinator, you say, Hey, we need to make Baker Mayfield go 50, 60, 75 yards. You give up a, a blown coverage. First of all, why do you even have people that close to the line of scrimmage anyway? Where your underneath coverage? Where is that at? This is my problems with the with, with, with the with the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns do not go for the jugular. They do not. They get happy and they get lax. The Browns play you just to win. You're supposed to play teams to dismantle teams. And the Cleveland Browns, once again, took their foot off the gas. And now we got to sit here and hear a coach talk about what, what we could have, should have, would have, and what we got to clean up. Unacceptable. I cannot believe. 
This has come down. Pinheiro made the field goal, by the way. We now have a minute, 13 seconds with no timeouts to see Jacoby Brissett drive the length of the field and either score a touchdown or set Cade York up to kick a game-winning field goal. We have Bull back. Bull with headphones. Let's see if this works. Are we better? Bull? There you go. I'm we sorry, guys. I, it was I, am, I am sick to my stomach right now. Uh, I can't believe I, I can't believe they're losing this game. I thought this game was over. And now it's I had to move. I got to turn around and watch. The, I can't believe it. And then give Baker credit. I got to give Baker credit, guys. He played like crap for most of the game, but down the stretch he played well. Yeah, Stunningly. I mean, we talked about this well, a second, G. He played well I'm, down the stretch. He did, but, but, but we cannot. It is time to start talking about these coaches. It's time to start talking about it, bro. It's unacceptable. Well, G. Bush, let me ask you this. You had called all week for offensive creativity, and we're going to continue to update you guys on this last drive as it goes. Yeah. Uh, Touchback, the Browns will start on the 25-yard line. But, gee, you asked for offensive creativity from Stefanski. On the first drive, two of the first five plays, we saw Chubb and Hunt in the backfield. They tried to move Brissett around. We'll, we'll talk about Brissett after the game, break down his performance. But are you talking more of the defensive lapses or are you just in general the whole coaching staff? No, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking about not being able to finish. Finishing is a quality. Finishing no is excuse something for this you game. do. You're up two scores. When you we, first of all, they was two lacks that they gave up an 80 yard, 90 yard, or, or free run down the middle to a, a, to, a, to a tight end. That's unacceptable. What? They, and they, and they gee, how about like the that. free run to Baker on the touchdown? Like a non-athletic quarterback. It's just it, 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 Jeff, it, it, and we talked about the defense. We talked about Joe Woods. Uh, some of the things that he was doing early in or on in the game, I liked what he was doing. But the, but the two big plays down the stretch where you're giving up touchdowns with no time taken off the clock, it's crazy. No, look, you, you've got to you've got to step up here, and you got to play smart to the situation. You literally have to play to the situation. Um, there should be an, any incident, and oh my God, the Browns may have just gotten a gift here. Um, uh, but there should be any incident where you know Robbie Anderson is running free. Uh, you got to play to the situation, and look, yeah, nobody wants to play prevent or keep everything in front of you, but that's what you got to do guys, in that situation, guys. This is, I mean, listen, the game's not over. This is awful if they lose this game. Awful. The, yeah. the, the defense was dominating the whole game. Baker wasn't doing squat. He looked like he was a, totally lost to the soup for three quarters, and they just let him get it going in the fourth quarter. And I credit him because he's been terrible in fourth quarters, and he's been terrible for most of this game. He played well. But, yeah, we want to blame the coaching staff, sure. The defensive players, how about you make some plays? How are we giving up these huge chunk plays late in the game? Gee, I mean, you want to blame Joe Woods? Fine, I'll give him some of the blame. But we got individual players were making great plays for most of the game. And what happened here late in the fourth quarter? We'll get back you let to Baker coaching. Mayfield. You let this Baker Mayfield hadn't done anything all game. You let him get going. Ridiculous. We'll, we'll, we'll get Killing back me. to the coaches in a sec. Brissett just completed a 20-yard pass to Anthony. I think it was Donovan Peoples-Jones to the 50-yard line. Yeah, yeah they got a shot here. They're still gonna, I think they can still win this game. They do. They just, uh, Ten more yards and you've got a shot. And then we'll see if he was worth that, 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 that draft pick. So let me ask Gee, you. Bush, what do we say? Quick. What do we say? It might be the most important pick of the entire draft list was K. Yeah. Oh my God, we'll this is crazy. Twenty nine seconds left. They're on the fifty yard line. Second they got no timeouts. No timeouts. Are the Browns able to pull? Let's just make a prediction real quick. Are the Browns able to pull off a win here? If you give York a shot, they're going to win. G. Bush. If he gets it up, I think he hits it. Ball. Well, he's definitely going to get a shot. Right now, it's like a fifty eight yard field goal. Evan McPherson hit a fifty nine yarder. I mean, Kate York's that type of kicker. Bull, how much time is on your clock, real quick, on your game clock? Uh, I got 13 seconds and a flag. No? Oh, you, oh you're, you're way ahead. I'm, I got 29 seconds. All right. 
Yeah, it's 13 seconds for me, too. Yeah, you're behind. You're on delay there, Mikey. Uh, I'm on stream. Well, I just saw Cooper caught the – it's 13 seconds. It's a, it's a kick. So, yeah. yeah so you, you guys have to narrate then because I don't want to okay. be 10 seconds behind. If you guys yeah, yeah you're behind. There. By the way, have you guys also seen what's going on in this Bengals-Steelers game by any chance? No one cares right now. Save, save it for later. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but it's, what do you mean save nobody it cares? Later. It's in the division. Save the Bengals had – the Steelers blocked an extra point that to, to uh, would have ended the game. So it's they're going to overtime. So what's the flag? What was the flag? I don't know. I got, a, I got the TV on mute. All right, they're kicking a field goal. They're kicking a – is this going to be a 60-yard field goal, guys? Wait a second. No. It's going to be like 58. It'll be his career – Cade York's career long at LSU was 57 hey, yards. You want, Everybody wanted this guy. He better make this kick. I don't care how long it is. No excuses. Been hearing about his, his kicks in practice for, for months here. He better make this freaking kick. Well, here, here he, well at least on Mike, he's coming out here. here you're behind, Mike. Don't, Mike. You're behind. Here we go. Here comes the snap. The kick is up. I can't see it. I think it's good. I think it's good. It's good. He made the kick. He made the kick. Kid York, baby. Baker, you suck, Baker. Kid York made the kick. Good Thank draft you, pick. Right? Jay. Hey, congrats to Jay. He finally got something right. It was a good pick by Cade York. <laughs> oh, my God. It's good. Yes. Jeff, you're Are late you to the party, kidding? Jeff. I screamed about it 10 seconds ago. Where you been? No. I got to see it live, bro. I got to see it live. I mean, come on now. He made the net kick. 113 on the That's clock. clutch, baby. Five outs to go. Jacoby Brissett, and look, we all had our feelings today about Jacoby Jacoby was awful. Like he was coming slow. Everything was really, really slow. But you want to know what this is? You need to tell everybody in that locker room yeah. that look, even though Deshaun Watson is not here for another yeah. ten games, there's enough in this building that we yeah. have the talent. We got to clean. Well, it they got to overcome Jacoby. Jacoby's oh, not a good, up. not a very good player, but they got to overcome him. He made a couple of big throws here down the stretch, and that is clutch. That's why you spent the draft pick on him. Fifty-eight yard field goal. Noah, Noah, kiss my ass, Noah. Kiss oh, my I'm ass, Noah. <laughs> Let's go. Let's Mike's go. over there just in shell shock. Look at Mike. Ba like, Baker, ah. finally, Baker finally Let's played well in the go. fourth quarter, and he still lost. That's, hey, make, you uh, there's eight seconds left. I should shut up. Yes. Oh, please do not let these guys. Eight seconds left. Let's not jinx anything. Okay, there's no such thing as jinxes, though. Mikey. There's no I such need, thing as jinxes. I, Stop I it. Need, I need the bottle as soon as they come out of here. I yeah. need it. Here we oh go. my gosh! I forgot. We should, great. I will make great. All right, they kicked. He York kicked it through the end zone on the on the yes, kickoff. By the way, oh, guys, there, guys, no. there's there's two other games in overtime. This is crazy. We're having a crazy day. Bite me, bull. It's okay. You to, <laughs> he was talking <laughs> that smoke. He got that smoke late. <laughs> Ooh, baby, go! Wow. Well, we certainly picked a great game to start this. I mean, this, this is a higher scoring game than I expect. Considering both quarterbacks were pretty much trash for most of the game, it's a pretty high scoring game. We picked yeah. one. So Man. we saw Robbie Anderson get deep yeah. on us earlier for seventy five yards. What's the defensive play call here, G. Bush? I don't. Everybody get everybody in their tackle. Get back. Is it over? You guys, you guys are literally ten seconds ahead of me. So yeah, they got they got like five yards on the. Oh, uh, not even. <laughs> That's it. Game over. Browns win. It's yeah, over, baby. And oh, book it, book it. Eight, they finally won it. That years. stupid streak is over. Is officially over. Not the cork in there. 
How about? Hey, let's, let's go, McNuggets. Let's, let's start here. Let's start here. I'm gonna start going through comments. We're gonna go through the home. We're gonna break down this game. Yeah. We'll start with Bull. First and foremost, this was your this was your holy grail of a game. This was you versus Baker. <laughs> and Bull, you it was. Came down on top, despite the fact Baker played well. You have 60 seconds on the clock. No one will interrupt you. Take it away. Let me tell you something. I can't. I you know. I it was a this was a bull versus Baker. There's no doubt about it. I'd love to just rip him and talk about how a punk and a, and a loser he is, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be uh, a little classy in victory. Uh, Baker was. Let's be honest. Uh, Aaron, do me a favor. Shut off. Shut off some of those lights there. It's too bright in here. Uh, Baker was awful for three quarters. He was awful. He was, he was just, he embarrassed himself. He embarrassed his sycophants like Jay Crawford and uh, Brad Sellers who, and, and Mike Polk. Who I, I love these guys, but they've been kissing his ass for way too long. And he sucked. But then in the fourth quarter, for once in his life, he actually showed up in the fourth quarter and the team still lost. So he did play well in the fourth quarter, which bums me out because I wanted to be able to say he played like crap the whole game. He still was awful. Uh, and the Browns won. I said they would end this streak. I said Browns fans shouldn't panic. Uh, and Cade York, man, unbelievable. That was just a beautiful oh, wow. clutch kick. G. Bush, you're next. Jeff, then we'll, we'll wrap it up with you on that. Just your I, first real take, initial reaction to what we just witnessed, the chaos that is a week one Browns win, which we haven't seen since I was 10 years old. Listen, listen, this, this is big. They, You know, in games that you play, you always keep fighting. You always keep going. And the Browns look like they gave this away. But for once, we had people that is standing up that's going to say, give me a shot. Give me a chance, and I'll get y'all to the promised land. Cade York looked cool, calm, and collected. He did. Kobe Brissett did what he needed to do to get himself down the field. They made the plays. They spiked the ball. They got in, in, in position. And this is why clutch players step up. Cade York stepped up, cool, calm, and collected, and he said, I'm the next kicker. I'll knock this through, and it all goes to show you. It ain't about what you was doing before. It's the people that's in the locker room today. They could have lost that game, and he bailed them coaches out. He bailed a couple of players out, too. Hey, defensive back, you okay? You're the steak dinner, because he he pulled this thing out. MVP of the game, off bat. Yeah, it's it's a great point. I, before Jeff gets in real quick, I just got to follow up on G quickly. G made a great point. The Browns didn't play a perfect game. The defense played poorly at a couple of key moments in the fourth quarter. Jacoby Brissett was not very good. I agree with G. I thought the coach, I thought Stefanski, listen, I'm all for going for it. I am Mr. Go for it. I never want to punt, never want to kick. I have no idea why he lined up uh, to go for it at the end of the first half, and he got bailed out by the de by the yep. defense calling that timeout. That was stupid. You can't. It couldn't even be a fake there to get a first down because you couldn't get a first down unless you got two offsides calls. So that was terrible. The play calling late in the game was terrible. They went away from the run. The run was completely dominating, and they threw too many passes. But when it mattered, even after they had choked away a double-digit lead, Jacoby, made, who had done nothing all day, made a couple of throws. Uh, a couple of guys stepped up. DPJ stepped up. Anthony Schwartz made a couple of big plays in this game even after that early drop. And Cade York, I was skeptical about the draft pick, but I, when I saw him in camp, I was you know feeling good about it. He made a, I mean, that was so clutch and something that's been missing, that clutch gene from the Browns for a long time, guys. Hey, but we're, go, we're going around the horn here, man. He just, he Sorry. Seven top Sorry, Jeff. Jeff. Go ahead, buddy. So Jeff, Jeff, you're excited. Take, go ahead. Whatever's left that Bull didn't just uh, didn't take. But, <laughs> Come man, on in, Jeff. Get you, get you some of the steak dinners, Jeff. We're going to be good to Bull. We're going to be good to Bull. No, a couple things to stand out here. Look, Chubb Hunt, for me, Garrett knows. One of the things I talked about about 2021 is Nick uh, Kareem Hunt missed nine games. Vital. Vital. 
backfield contributor to this team. Between the two of them, over 200-plus yards. One of my tweets today, young wide receivers, what can they do? Over 100 yards between Donovan Peoples-Jones and Anthony Schwartz. That was key. Made some plays. Kept the line moving, so to speak. Hey, guess what? Everyone want to talk about defensive tackles. We talking about defensive tackles today and how much they affected no, we're not. Chris Caffrey, 70 some yards. One of the best dual, dual running back threats in the entire NFL. Guess what? Wasn't a factor today. So everybody wants to talk about the defensive tackles. Today is not that day. And Cade York. Look, we said Cade York, it may not be a sexy pick, but you want to know what? The most important pick of the 2022 draft class may have been Cade York. And guess what? He may have solidified that week one. We're talking about, look, everything was clean, crisp, kickoffs. 58 yards, your first NFL start to win a game on the road, and you come through? Cade York, congratulations, because you want to know what? Like, there's an echelon here in Cleveland as far as athletes, who gets free meals, who gets free drinks. Cade York, you may have just surpassed Baker Mayfield in one day on the job, kid. And, and by, the, by the way, guys, uh, somebody called me. Uh, Lawrence said, I get on your nerves. Lawrence, go bleep yourself. Uh, <laughs> that's what I got to say to you. That's his Number job. Two, yeah. Number two, number two, couple things. It it gets lost because the defense. What's frustrating is it, it, in the win is that the defense did play great for most of the day, right? They play. They shut down Christian McCaffrey. He had fifty-seven yeah. total yards, by the way. Fifty-seven total yards. Yeah, less the, than both Browns running backs. But go ahead. Yeah, and Nick Chubb was phenomenal in this game. Kareem Hunt was phenomenal. I loved the game plan for most of the day. I just don't know what happened both on both sides of the ball the fourth quarter. But that doesn't matter. All that matters, there's no style points. This is not college football nonsense. Hey. All that matters is getting the W, guys, and they got it done. And if somebody said this, this is a comment in there. They said, listen, woof, can we put the Baker thing to bed? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Listen, Baker Mayfield, and I'm not no hater. I'm not a sucker. I'm not a hater. Baker Mayfield made some plays down the stretch. Baker Mayfield could have folded like a cheap uh, Christmas tent if if he wasn't if he didn't have some stones. Because you know why? They was on him early. That pressure was hot and heavy. They were mixing it up. They had nothing they could do. And Baker Mayfield, I give him credit. He said, "Look, they got bailed out a little bit by that Christian McCaffrey fake snap fumble direct thing. I mean, he dropped the ball. Christian McCaffrey ran for 30, but Baker made a play in the end zone, running in the end zone and getting the score, and he also did his thing by hitting a guy. Baker would have airmailed that throw last year. He hit Robbie Anderson in stride, scored the touchdown. He put his team in position to win the game, and at the end of the day, Baker did his thing. We can put it to the bet. Hey, do your thing over there in Carolina. But the Cleveland Browns turned the page today. They said that we're no longer the Cleveland Browns, and we found a way to win, and that's what matters. We are 1-0, and we are moving on to the Jets. A win is a win, and you absolutely would rather start 1-0. I think losing this game would have been catastrophic in the fashion in which that fourth quarter unfolded. Jeff, I want to start with you here, though. We still have 10 games left with Jacoby Brissett. What did you see today from number seven that makes you think this offense can compete with some of the better offenses against defenses who are a little more talented across the board after it was a pretty uh, lackluster passing performance, in my opinion. First things first, Mike, because I appreciate you for the fact of trying to put it nice. Look, Jacoby Brissett looks slow today as far yes. as you know, his reading, his recognition. And look, Carolina was a little favorable today. There wasn't nine-man boxes. There wasn't – most of the time the Carolina put – 9-10 in the box in obvious passing situations, not in running situations. If I am any other team starting at the Jets next week and Robert Sala, of all people, guess what? I'm putting everybody near the line of scrimmage. 
Jacoby, you got to beat me. Look, uh, the first uh, early in the game, Amari Cooper, uh, you needed to just you need to go long, just drill him. He was wide open. Get the first down, get the yards. The pass interference in the end zone. Yeah, it's a gift, but Jacoby, you got to get a, you got to get that ball out. That was a terrible. If Amari Cooper is going to be open by like 10, 12 yards. Just get him the ball, Mike. I absolutely agree with you. You cannot be late with this. Look, part of this may be the fact that he did not get the reps with the guys he is now playing with in the preseason, and I understand that. And practice doesn't always necessary, you know, imperfect or you know, perfect as far as translating into game speed. But these are things that need to be done. But look, if you're going to play solid defense and you know when to shuttle it down in the fourth quarter, Joe Woods, I love you. I love you, Joe Woods, but you need, need to be shuttled down. But you know, Jacoby's going to have to do a little bit more than what he did today because this may get you through next week, the week after, week four. But Garrett, as you know, that next seven games, we were playing beasts every week. Jacoby Brissett, this play is not going to work. Yeah, Bull, you want to go next? On yeah, that? well, here's the uh, thing. Like, I don't want to harp on the – like, there were some negatives from this game, no doubt about it. But I, expecting too much more from Jacoby Brissett is unrealistic. The Browns are going to have to win in spite of Jacoby Brissett. We knew that coming in. He's not a very good quarterback. We knew he was one of the worst starters in the league, and he showed it today. He missed – if you had Deshaun Watson playing this game, Brown, Browns win by 30 points. I mean, there were wide-open yeah. throws deep early in the game that he just missed. He couldn't make the throw, or he didn't see it. I don't know what, what he, you know, but there were a couple times where he just missed the throw and overthrew guys and, and just made some bad mistakes. But they need to win with defense and running the ball. They dominated on the ground, absolutely dominated, got away from it in the fourth quarter. They were dominating defensively and then kind of lost their way in the fourth quarter. They got us, you know, yes, there's better competition coming. You're playing some really good offenses weeks five through 11. I get it. I just don't think you can ask that much more than Jacoby Brissett. He's just not that good a player. But in the end, you found a way to win. They needed to do well in these first four games, uh, and and they got the win. That's all To me, that's all that matters in the end. And, it, you know, it's, again, no style points. Real quick, Deshaun Watson's tweet, Cade York with a bunch of exclamation points. We had you. Listen, I, I'll tell you what, man. You say what you want to about it. We already know. We we know the difference between backup quarterbacks and first-team quarterbacks is first-team quarterbacks hit them throws in their sleep. Jacoby Brissett is a backup quarterback, right? We all know he missed some throws, but there's a couple of people that I got to give some love to because when I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm you know, I watch these games three, four times. Can we talk about this? Donovan Peoples-Jones, slow Show clap that. for you, my man. Yep. Slow yep. clap, he played DJ. well. You caught three or four balls with guys all over your body. You went low, caught the rock. You caught the ball in crunch time. You caught the ball early and often. You look like a number two receiver out there, big dog. And you and Amari Cooper not only did that, you blocked your asses off downfield. I saw guys blocking. I saw people getting after it, giving lanes to Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And I'll tell you what, we say what we want. Anthony Schwartz, he's a wildcat receiver. <laughs> yeah. He gets reverses, but we'll take that. And hey, when it counted, he caught he made one. The biggest That's catch right. The matter, though. He did. All the yes, whining and crying about the wide receiving core, and the, I thought the wide receiving core played very well. Overall, Schwartz made that drop early, and after that, he played very well. Had some good runs, as you said, and that was and he, when it mattered the most, he held on to the ball. That had to help. I bet you his confidence is really high right now. Most he's got to be feeling pretty good Anthony. about himself. Most important thing about Anthony Schwartz's reception was it wasn't a body catch. Literally, ball was by his eyes, two yep. hands on it. Yep. That is something. And knowing the way this game turned out for a guy like Anthony Schwartz, and look, you don't need to be Tyree Kill. You don't even need to be McCole Hardman. 
just something where, hey, guess what? If you're going to start pursuing that run that hard, we got a guy that can come around the other end at 4-2 and change. So don't forget that we can do this. And, Anthony, look, it's never going to be – and I think this is the biggest thing with Browns fans is, you know, is it going to be an 80, 80 for a 1,000 guy? No, and that's fine. But just opportunities that you can create where you get a guy who's got game-breaking speed going the other way for all the defensive momentum. And for Anthony Schwartz, this is kind of similar to how he started his career last year, week one against the Kansas City Chiefs, a little similar to his Green Bay Packer game on Christmas Day where he had some positives. Look, being fast like Anthony Schwartz is can be an asset. You got to catch him when they're thrown to you. You do. But, you know, this type of guy can be an asset to this team who is so strong in running the game and everything goes right hard or goes left hard. You got to have something that comes around the green. And for Anthony Schwartz, positive day. He's got to really feel good about himself after a really, really rough summer. Yeah, and before I'm we even do that, can we get before we go to McNuggets? I need everybody in the chat to hit that like button, man. Please hit that like button for us right now. It's the only way we pump in our content out. We want other Browns fans to see this. We're here every two minute warning. And as you can see, look at it. You get an instant reaction. We saw right then the Browns come back. They kick a field goal to win. We do that all live. The only way this thing continues to grow is if you guys want to weigh in, hit that notification bell, and make sure you subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show YouTube page mcnuggets i got two two things on the receiving court three things really dpj we trashed them all summer g bush you're a culprit tyvis is a culprit <laughs> not yeah, me I, mean, I liked him not me he showed up and, and he, looked like a, he looked like a number two yeah, thought, he looked like a number two today looked like a number two today. number twos today and that and that's a good thing for a couple of guys and a bad thing for amari cooper because he did not make the impact i thought he did even though he did burn the defensive back on that pass interference, which led to the first touchdown. I think he yes. had two chances. He burned in the first drive of the game and then yep. Brissett overthrew him, which should have been an easy completion on third down. But how about Njoku, by the way, guys? Signs that massive extension. Only one catch for five yards. They didn't target couple. him at all. Yeah, it, it yep. felt weird that he wasn't a part of the game plan. That's one game. Brissett, who, as we yep. saw, struggles to push the ball downfield. You thought maybe he'd get a little more looks because Brissett threw the ball 31 times. If I'm, I'm correct, let me just double-check that. Yeah. 34 passing attempts for Brissett, which is way over what any of us thought. And I'm just surprised that more of those didn't go to Njoku, who they just paid this big money for, even though he did block very well. Well, you know, I, I thought one of the things is when you're using that many tight ends, I thought uh, Bryant got a lot of those balls. I thought Bryant did a good job of sitting down in the zone, made a couple catches. He did drop one on the goal line that could have converted or been close to a first down, dropped that one that led to a field goal. But, you know, when you're using two tight end sets, sometimes you're not going to get that that type of love. Uh, a lot of people, I've heard Josh Dobbs' name thrown around on Twitter. I don't know oh, if God. the Browns would go that route. Uh, I mean, you may see some packages with him down, you know, short if they need to run the ball. Uh, because today we we find it found it painfully obvious that that Jacoby Brissett is a pocket passer. Yes, there are black pocket passers, fellas. <laughs> Every black quarterback. Wait a, a second, quarterback. Gee, who did? Were there people that didn't realize he was not a very nah, good athlete? Nah, man, they just naturally. You're right. You're 100 like, percent right. People always, move. whenever there's a black quarterback, even if you've never seen him before, Ever. the the ignorant always say he can run well without knowing. Jacoby Brissett. I anybody that knows him knows he's not he's not a runner he's not a particularly good athlete uh, he he is a pocket quarterback and I don't you don't want to see him running around at all because he already has a weak arm he on the run he's even worse. 
Man, boy, they already gotten it ready. Hey, shout out to the ones. I'm going to go ahead and start this. Bitter Truth says, press one if you're going to consume all Browns media tomorrow. Put them ones in the chat. I know it is. When the Browns win like this, you mm, go oh, and absolutely. watch the 4 o'clock game. You watch the 7 o'clock game. You be on Twitter. You be you be breaking down the 8 o'clock game. Like, boo, they should have threw this. Because everything is all good in the hood. We ready to go, man. Uh, yeah, Jeff, and, we'll and, and we can finally put an end to all this, like, People cry. Oh, it's gonna go bad. How many people? I'm all week. It's gonna go bad. It's gonna go bad. And it almost did. It almost did. But it then it did. didn't. <laughs> then it didn't. But the Browns with Kevin under Kevin Stefanski have quite often let their foot off the gas in games they've been up. My next point. We've Very seen fun. that, and that's got to end, guys. So Jeff, let's get to that. We got two more things we have to hit on before we uh, we go. We're not in any rush. I'm just saying we got two things we have to hit on. G. Bush alluded to it. The Browns were up big. This game should have been over easily. And it came down to a final kick from Cade York to save it. Why do you think, or Jeff, what do you think the reasoning behind that is for maybe a lack of urgency in the fourth quarter from the Browns and especially the coaching staff? It's not a lack of urgency. It's it's playing smart to the situation. Score dictates how you play. You're up 20 to seven. You are not trying to cut down a three yard out. And look, Maybe John Johnson III did the right thing by jumping that slot receiver. But even if that guy caught the ball, all right, line it up again. You still have 70 yards to go. It's, you know, and look, we talked about this, you know, a, a ton because John Johnson III had mentioned in 2021 there was difficulties in understanding what everybody was going to do as far as assignments. Look, who cares? He caught that ball. Guess what? He's getting four yards, five yards. The clock's not even running yet. So it's not like he was stopping a clock. The biggest threat there was giving up, you know, the three-run yeah. home run, which they essentially did. And look, whether it's from you know Joe Woods, and we'll see the way it comes out in the press conferences, or was it a question of assignment, you know, where Greg Newsom and it kind of looked like they both were kind of looking at each other, like, oh, wait a minute, there's no way we should both be in this spot because Newsom looked at Johnson, Johnson looked at Newsom, and then there was Grant Delpit, who you know, and I'm sure there's fans who are saying, oh my God, Grant Delpit. Uh, but on that one, maybe the one earlier in the game, the Ian Thomas, maybe Grant help with that one. Grant helps like uh, uh, I'm going to try and save her. Um, but there's no reason that even the defense is being called right there. You've been aggressive all day. You were in Baker's head. He was seeing shadows. How many balls were batted at the line? At that point, make Baker put together 10, 12 plays. That's what you needed to do. Not give him a gimme layup. And look, you know, he found it. He saw it. He tossed it. And it's kind of funny, Robbie Anderson, who was never a big fan of Baker Mayfield coming to Carolina, gets that <laughs> touchdown today. And, gee, you notice we were trying to say, which way is he playing? Does he want to go to Cleveland in the trade? Or does he want to maybe stay in Carolina? Which way was going to go? But, no, I mean, just transition to score. When you get late in the game, game plans are great. But, you know, score dictates how you do things. And, Joe, at that point, look, we know what how good the secondary is. Back that should be a cover too, Jeff. Jeff, exactly. Deep, deep cover no two shell. Safety's over the top. Nothing, nothing giving up. I'd have my it. backers dropping 10, 15, 20 yards, everything in front of you. I think it's intoxicating because the Browns defense was playing great. It's intoxicating when you when you get home like that because they was making Baker look crazy. They was making Baker look like, oh, goodness. The, the Panthers was booing him. Miles Garrett was getting home. He was brutal. Yeah. Clowney, I think, or Elliott and Taven Bryan was getting home earlier. But what happens is, Give him credit, and people say, "G. Bush, come on, you're giving him two. No, no, no. Listen, I'm not no, I'm not a homer like that. I watched the game. Give him credit. They did some things. They made the plays they needed to. But 
White Bull said, I'll agree with you. Come three, four weeks away from now, you won't understand how this game was won. They don't, they won't pull up no stats, they won't do nothing. People right. gotta understand as a team, our job is to get past 11 games in a position to strike. Yeah, look at the I mean the defending champs were awful. I know they were playing a much better team than the Browns played, but still the Rams looked individually horrible. You know, again, 17 game season, you just got to win. You're right. We're not going to look back at the stats. It was it was sloppy in the fourth quarter, but the most important thing happened, they got the victory. That that's really all that matters in the end. G Bush, you're a resident defensive lineman, so I want to start with you on this. Miles Garrett had two sacks, and that first one was not a uh Let's just say it was it was quite violent. There was a little extra animosity into that hit. What do you think was going through uh, through Baker and Miles' mind as he turned the corner on the rookie, absolutely obliterated and made Icky look like a turnstile, and got to Baker Mayfield for the first time? He knew. Well, Baker knew what it was. They went back to the sideline and he starts talking to the coaches. They said, "Listen, we gotta get rid of this ball. All that five step, seven step stuff. We we can't do it. We're gonna have to use the draw game with 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 McCaffrey." But you look at it. Miles Garrett just has too many moves, and they could almost gave him a third sack, but it was probably a fumble, and he he kind of jumped on the pile. Really didn't give him credit for it. But um, you know, when you talk about Clowney and, and you got Miles Garrett out there, they really didn't give him much help. And, and when you look at it, if you're trying to do three to five step drops, you can get that off. Any seven step drops is too bad. You, you can't do anything. He's too, he's too good. And for a man that size to be able to bend and still be able to bend that low and explode, it's, 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 it's dynamic to see. Like you talk about like as far as skill set for skill set, Miles Garrett might be the most talented dude I've ever seen. And I played defensive end, and I've seen some of the best play. He pound for pound, that man moves, and the way he is able to get to the quarterback is amazing to me. Uh, he had two two sacks. I thought he would get those sacks. Um, I think we need to we need to continue that that out. I, it would have been big if he would have got that fumble recovery because yeah. that's what I want to see next in this game. Uh, but he he did his thing, and, and I thought he would. Jeff. Look, it's, it's an effort of where you went into this game today. And look, you got up early, and it was a slow start, obviously. You know, uh, you know no score in the first quarter. Um, the Browns just kind of went back to what they do. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Um, look, the effort was there today. And I think, you know, even though you, know, you look at the fourth quarter, and you certainly have your concerns about the way it was, but the positive, and it's not just 18 years of not winning in week one. The positive is, is this team understanding, and Garrett, you know, and we've expressed this so much through Lockdown Browns, is the fact that this is a good football team. We don't even know what John Watson can do for this football team. He's never taken a down for this team. They've taken a snap. But this team has a bunch of really good players. you got Miles cooking today. you got a bunch of activity from other guys. Tommy Togiai, Tavion, Taven Bryant. Let me tell you something. Tavion Bryant, I don't know where that 15-yard penalty came from. There was nothing else that he was could do. Crazy. He that was, was around the waist. Ball. He was around ball. the waist. You fell with Baker. Now stop. I mean, you know, all of a sudden now the world is in but we, favor you know, of Baker. To be fair, that 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 gets bad. That bad call happens all the time. So what are you going to do? It's a bad call, but it's not like it's only the Browns getting that it's bad call. We see rule. it all the time. It's just, it's just a bad rule. It's and, and, and guys, how crazy is this? We've done all this talking thirty five minutes into the into the live, and we ain't talked about the man. Nick Chubb is amazing, oh. bro. We're, we're getting, we're getting <laughs> there. Don't worry, we're getting there. Hey, hey, hey! I'm telling you, McNuggets. Let me do his thing. He's gonna facilitate. Tell me to shut up, G boss. You take you take it to my thunder. Go ahead, McNuggets. No, well, <laughs> my first thing with Chubb 
and this is me being a first year and fully in, invested in the Browns. Does he always stand up straight in the backfield like that? Is that how he, he just prepares? It's the Nick weirdest Chubb, looking thing. Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb. He will never yeah, change he who he is. It, it, it's like a professor yes. who does – a guy who does his craft. Well, um, you know, Kareem, you can see – and the best part is you know the difference when they're in the backfield because yeah. Kareem is always a little bit different. Nick, it's literally like a soldier at like morning check-in. That is just I, the way <laughs> Nick Chubb carries guys, himself. I'll tell you something else about Nick Chubb. For all the accolades and great things we've ever said about him, here's something that doesn't get talked about. Guy never loses his cool, ever. Ever. Not for a moment. Like, guys are hitting him late. Guys are swiping the ball when he's on the ground. Guys are stepping on him when he's on the ground. He, uh, so many players are pushing and shoving, getting penalties, personal fouls. He never do, None of that stuff ever happens. And, and he, he don't care. He just puts, no matter what you do to him, he just puts the ball down onto the next play, and he kicks your ass. On the, he kicks your ass with his play. He's not worried about fighting and pushing and shoving. He just kicks your ass on the field as much as any player in the entire league. And he G. is Bush, a perfect football player. G. Bush, as a former athlete, I, I think you'll be able to relate to me on this and with Nick Chubb. Those are the most annoying dudes, the ones that you try to get under their skin, and no matter Impossible. what you do, you can't break them. Like No matter how much no. crap you talk, no matter how much extracurricular activity you have after the play, the dudes that don't break, those are the most pain-in-the-ass guys, the most annoying guys, and the toughest ones to be able to check mentally 1v1 because no matter what you do, you know they're not going to snap. And I think that's what makes Chubb so hard to tackle. I, I know it's a, a mental thing versus a physical thing, but we saw today, and we'll get the advanced numbers tomorrow, he never goes down on the first hit. L literally never goes. I think he was 60% last year, the first tackler missed. I bet you it was 80 to 85% in this game. And I just think it's that mentality of, there's nothing you can do that's going to change how I'm running a play. And Jeff attested this too. You watched every Browns game multiple times. The dude's going to do what he wants to do every single time. And it's very rare that there's anyone in a different color jersey than Cleveland's that can knock him off course. When I'm watching only bad running to, G, real quick, the only bad running today is when he lost his footing. But go ahead, G. No, no, that's it. I, I, I you know, for me, when I watch him, it, it, you know, sometimes we, we cover these players and we talk about them, right? When I watch Nick Chubb, I have a personal affinity. Like it's like, yeah, I, I feel yeah. like like I'm involved, I'm invested in his carries because I just admire him and the way he does his business, man. And I've never been a dude that says that this player should never play in another jersey. I don't care if they got to give him the Draymond Green contract. Listen, he got to be here forever. Like to me, he embodies everything that the Browns should want to be everything. And to see him and it gives me great pleasure to see how hard him and Kareem Hunt play blocking and running and never going down on the first hit. That is what this team is about. And it's just, it's just so enjoyable to watch, man. As just, just a, as a spectator, man, it's just crazy, man. Jeff, do you, do you agree with that sentiment? The thing is, is look, and you know, Garrett and I, we talk about it all this time. I, I was a college wide receiver. Garrett was a D lineman. The thing is, if we're not a, an extreme viewer on the football field, somebody who just talks, if you're not one of those guys, that's fine. But are you the absolute silent assassin? And that's what Nick Chubb is. And you're with Nick, it's just attention to detail and understanding the fact that he's just a ridiculously gifted athlete. His intelligence and wide zone matchup are perfect. He knows when the outside is there the 25-yard run where it was, what, 19, 20 yards down the field? And I was almost waiting for him to grab post ice and throw him into the two would-be defenders and be like, all right, so can I take this to the house? Uh, but he ran past him. 
he is so smart. And, and look, we talked about as, as far as you know what the Browns should do as far as putting C's on people's chests. And this was important for the move they made this offseason to bring in Deshaun Watson. Putting on a guy like Nick Chubb, who we hear nothing from, and an analytic front paying a running back a lot of money, the reason you did it is because if everybody in this room acts like him, that's what we want. This is the model of this franchise. This is the model of this team. It's, to watch Nick Chubb do his craft, and I, I think part of the reason he is underrated is because of the fact he's not like most skill positions who put up the statistical output that he does. You don't hear him. It's not celebratory on a 10-yard carry. Nick doesn't celebrate when he scores a touchdown. Here you go, sir. Here's the ball. All right, let's line it up for the extra point. <laughs> there you go, Doug. He is just a special special individual and i love the fact that he chooses to just be a quiet guy who goes about his business it's refreshing because we've had some <laughs> louder mouths skill players with the cleveland browns over the last couple of years and how did that pan out hey man bull is sick over here we gotta we gotta acknowledge the elephant in the room the chat is destroying you right now <laughs> what's going on bull you, they said you look hurt big dog well, yeah, because yeah, I'm also – Come on. Because the Steelers just won with one second left in overtime. That's crazy. The Bengals scored a game-tying touchdown at the end of regulation. They kicked the extra point, and what happened what, – what's missed for this is the Bengals snapper, long snapper, got hurt. Clark Harris? Oh. Clark Harris got hurt. Jersey so kid. On the, oh. so on the extra, Jersey kid. So on the extra point snap – the reason the the extra point got blocked at the end of regulation is because you could tell the new snapper, who's a, a tight end, was nervous, and he he like kind of lofted it. It was an okay snap, but it took too long to get there. It was a per it would have been a perfect kick, but it got blocked. And then in overtime, the Bengals had a chip shot field goal to win it, and it was again a bad snap. It was high, and so McPherson was you know he kicked it wide, and he had a chance to kick it, but it was a bad snap. It got him off rhythm. And then the Steelers win it in uh, with one second left in overtime on like a fifty-yard field goal or something like that. Guys, who are we was, kidding here? Who would we rather be one and zero right now? The Pittsburgh Steelers or the Cincinnati Bengals? I we'll think we don't Pittsburgh. prefer the Bengals. Were one the Steelers were one and zero right now? <laughs> we, we want the Bengals to get it together. <laughs> what happened? What happened? Did your mic just something weird happened? There was a weird sound. Nope. Now, listen, that that, that was when you, uh, when you guys are talking, was, it now sounds terrible to me. It sounds all muffled and crazy. <laughs> No, I don't know what happened. No, no, it sounds good no, to no, me, no. Jeff. How does it sound to you? Crisp. Sounds like silk. So strange. Bull had, the, Bull had the echo issues earlier. Now he's got the muffled sound earlier. Whatever, whatever Bull's setup is here is the one that we need to. Uh, hey, I don't know. We man. need to fix. It's, it's his living room. The living room setup ain't working. As soon as the Bengals lost, his connection went out. Can it's we just, he's like, but, <laughs> but more importantly, uh, the, and that's what and, and you know what this was a sloppy game at the end too and that's why it all, it's all that matters in the NFL is just winning the game and that's why we could talk yeah yeah we're going to talk about some of the things that they did wrong in this game and how it and but you can't translate it into well okay if they do these things against you know good better teams later in the year it's going to be bad sure but just because they did some sloppy things late in this game doesn't mean they'll do it then but there is there is some fair criticism of the coaching staff in this game. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about it. But I think for the most part, a lot of key got like a lot of guys we were keeping our eye on in this game. The wide receivers, the defensive tackles, uh, really stepped up and played well. And then the guys we expected to play well, like Nick Chubb, like Kareem Hunt, like Miles Garrett, like Clowney, 
Uh, they all played well. You know, uh, they all made some big plays. Um, you know, and some of the things that Clowney and even Miles Garrett do don't always show up in the box score on defense. But uh, they have to. Mm-hmm. We talked about it all offseason. They've got to win the win running, dominating on the ground and dominating on defense. And for the most part, they did that. Again, the defense made some big mistakes late, but for the most part, they did that. We got to tighten it up going forward. But I think there's a lot to be excited about, especially the end of that stupid opening day losing streak. That stat is gone. I don't want to hear it from anybody ever again. G. Bush, as you look forward with this season and really the next 10 games, does your outlook on what you thought the potential of this 11-game stretch for the Browns could have been change after anything you saw today? It it changed a little bit for me. I I, I looked at this season. I looked at this as a situation where you you could be 6-5 and somewhere around there or 5-6. and I think the Browns showed so much, I, I think, poise. And they showed really high highs, right? The highs and the lows. Like when, when they were rolling defensively and they were communicating in the back seven, the rush was married with the pass coverage. Everything looked good. I was impressed by the team speed. The Cleveland Browns, for once, were the fastest team on the field. Even when Robbie, uh, when, when Robbie Anderson got loose, when you looked at it, nobody tested. They weren't trying to see Denzel Ward. Did anybody see DJ Moore today? I thought they they put him on the milk box. What happened to that boy? Word to the clips and, and Birdman. I ain't seen him yet. Christian McCaffrey is usually a one-cut guy, and he's gone. He go. JOK speed, Phillips speed. I thought the speed of Clowney knocking down a few balls. The Browns looked like they could be a dominant defense. They said, I got to clean up the communication. We talked about that. And the running game was in rare form. Mr. Hudson, I, th- I thought he came off the ball. He would had a, a, a oh, no. f- downfield issue late in the game. Guys got penalized. Yeah, post-ice, I thought he played well. In the running game, they plugged two guys in, non-starters. We haven't even st- seen all right tackle Conklin, yeah. and we still came out here and ran the ball like game busters. That's only going to get better from week one to week two. These guys didn't play in the preseason. Everyone knows you get better. The most you get better is from week one to week two. They'll clean that up, and then you start hitting your stride, hitting your stride. And if you can be seven and four, and you can get to where you get Deshaun Hello? Watson back. Whew, you could be something. I'm not hearing you guys. Hey, Jeff. What's going on with my, my setup well, here. well, we can hear you. I'm not sure I can hear us. It, uh, Adam Schefter just reported that TJ Peck, they believe he tore his peck. I mean, TJ Watt tore his peck. We'll, we'll miss the rest of the season. Um, not official yet, oh, but that is what Schefter is being reported. Major, oh, wow. God. Major loss in the AFC wow. North division. Changed the whole complexion of what the Steelers' defense looks like. Uh, Jeff, you can respond to that. Or if you want to piggyback off what G. Bush said, how did what you saw today – change your outlook and complexion of what you think the ceiling for the Browns are over the next 10 games. Look, I've been try I've tried to be this guy. Look, you know, you look at a roster, you look at 53 players, not one. And look, Garrett's still here. Nick Chubb's still here. Uh, you go deeper. Denzel Ward's still here. Guess what? We didn't hear his name today. Guess what? That's good if we didn't hear Denzel Ward's name today. And as Garrett said, James Hudson didn't hear his name. Post like, didn't hear his name. You need to clean it up. You need to tighten it up. Look, there has to be some threat of a passing game with Jacoby Brissett. But here's kind of like the, the maybe the cherry on the top of that is Donovan Peoples-Jones played well today. So that doesn't mean that you know, they can't do this. And you look, Cooper, it could have been two quick ones. That would have changed the outcome of Amari Cooper's day. What was it, three for 18 or whatever it was? 
could have been five for 80 and a touchdown. Could have been changed the outlook of his day really, really quick. But look, I, I am not giving up on this team. I do not believe for one second, and we talked about this with Joe Thomas the other day, is that this team is just off the side of the road with two flat tires. This team is good, this defense, and I hate the fact the former wide receiver in me goes on and on and on about this defense. But that's how good it is. That's how athletic it is. They play together. The touchdown to Anderson, that I'm not going to put on the actual players. I'm going to put on the essential call there because at that point, somebody should be deep. But uh, And as far as T.J. Watt, and, you know, look, we never, ever – you don't get excited about this. You don't root down for other people's t- players going down. But if TJ Watt is maybe done for the year, and I, look, Garrett oh, knows is that what they're saying. Knows. I missed Corn it, Pat. guy. Sorry, I'm not yeah, a Corn look. I thought Pittsburgh wow. was going to be four in this division to begin Ooh. with. Obviously, that maybe only maybe puts an exclamation point next to it. Um, look, start out with a one today, and thank you Pittsburgh for that. Um, but if Pittsburgh won today, and maybe their season outlook is a little bit lesser than it was. At the end of the day, you know, weak team. We want this team to go as far as possible. You know, that's a certainly, uh, you know, advantageous situation for the Cleveland Browns. Guys, and we, you know, I know we mentioned it briefly. Uh, I just wanted to bring it up again before we go here. You know, we have been all been killing Anthony Schwartz uh, this preseason. And, and and the reality is, like, preseason is meaningless, right? And I know he's not the same player, but people remember people were killing Jamar Chase last last preseason? And he couldn't hold on to the ball. Again, I'm not trying to compare the two players. I understand that. But, like, oh, it's the all that stupid overreaction to the preseason. Last year, he barely played. It wasn't like we have a long track record of Anthony Schwartz sucking. I mean, yes, nothing he's done before today has been impressive. I grant you that. But he was a rookie last year. He didn't play that much. And the preseason is totally relevant. So give him credit, especially because he dropped his first pass his way. And I first, you know, and I'm like everybody else. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. But you know, he, I, he, I thought he ran hard when he had the opportunities. I think it was a smart play call for Kevin Stefanski. I thought it made him feel comfortable. And then, as you guys said earlier, when it mattered, he made a big catch, and that's got to that's got to help build his confidence. And uh, uh, and as you mentioned before, Garrett, also Donovan Peoples Jones. You know, we were talking about like he has he earned anything? Why is he the number two receiver? Well, listen, I'm not saying he's earned anything now. It's one game. I don't want I don't want to go crazy one way or the other. Like Nick Shelby talk about all day long. We he's got nothing to prove. We know he's great. Uh the but the for this day at least, the wide receivers played well. And listen, I don't think the Panthers are a terrible team. I don't think they're very good. I don't think they're going to the playoffs, but they're not they're not a hideous team. They're not like the Texans or, you know, some of these really awful teams in the bottom of the Seahawks right now. So, you know, they got some talent. They 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 were decent defensively last year. We know what McCaffrey is. And they shut those guys down. I mean, for the most part, Anderson obviously had the big play we talked about earlier. But for the most part, you know, they shut down DJ Moore. He didn't. He, they couldn't get him going. They shut down Christian McCaffrey. And uh, you know, to, it's very rare that Christian McCaffrey plays a full game and is is not a big factor. And he wasn't a big factor in this game. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start on this one, guys, and then I want to let you guys finish up here. But I, as the Cleveland newbie, I want to say this: <laughs> when you win a game like that. It matters. And the way and the resilience they showed in the fourth quarter, despite the fact that they were on the peak and they came down crashing hard with the long touchdown, the not converting, giving it back, Baker then scoring again, or driving them to scoring positions. Wins like that matter, and mentally, more than anything else, after this offseason with all the Watson stuff, with all the 
drama that surrounded the Sue Robinson trial, the appeal, then waiting on Peter Harvey's decision, the settlement, everything in there, I have to imagine that's the best the Browns have felt in a locker room in any regular season game in years. I'm talking maybe 20 years. I'm not a Browns historian. I will defer to you guys on that. But the joy and the overcome with relief that that game with the Baker stuff's behind them now, the fact that they got a win in that fashion, the fact Cade York came through in the clutch and looked like he might be the second coming of kicking Jesus behind Justin Tucker. You know, I know it's one game I'm going to get too far ahead of myself, but I've been in locker rooms. Jeff, you've been in locker rooms. But G. Bush, I know you have both. You played Little League Baseball. You've been in the dugout before. Those kind of wins, <laughs> those kind of wins could not be. Where did Jeff play? Jeff, you where did you play wide receiver? Monmouth University here in New Jersey. Miles I Austin, baby. I, I sit the trail over. for a guy like yeah. Miles Austin. I mean, you you and you and Mikey McNuggets think you're professional athletes because you played Division three. I mean, they calm are. down. Whoa, 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 whoa! They ain't no D three over here, baby. Ain't no D three over here. Oh, Monmouth's D one. What is that? Monmouth is D one. Yeah. No, no, no. Look at you. Look at you. All right, he has then. Then he has more credibility than you, Mike, with your Division Three, thinking you're a professional Listen, athlete. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not. We're, we're, whoa, whoa, whoa. You easy on the Jersey boys. Because he might talk today. Uh, you know, nobody it, cares no, that you're from New Jersey. Nobody cares. No, it's not a brotherhood because we're not. It's not Jersey. It's a closed Jersey. Um, today, look, um, you yes, you rally around this. You certainly do. And the thing is, and I, and I said this a little bit earlier, is this team, if you lost today, where is the path of light for the next 10 yep. weeks? You need to keep sh- – look, we know this first four weeks. This is the week where maybe the Browns, 3-1, and one, hey, who knows, maybe 4-0. and oh. But this is the week for this team to say, all right, can we get ourselves to legitimacy before we go through murderer's row? You can't just think Deshaun Watson – look, he can't win 12 games when he's only playing six. So you got to find a way to get through the path where you feel you've got a legitimate shot when he comes back. And that's what's come through here today. And look, Cade York, all the amp that was maybe put on it, and look, it's a kicker at the end of the day. But you want to know what? And he talked about kicking Jesus. Yeah, he did. That's what he did today. He came in, first career game, and basically saved this team. Um, So the confidence should grow from here. Um, You certainly need to tighten some things up on defense. You certainly need Jacoby Brissett to – Snap, snap, snap. Things got to go at a quicker pace. But you walk out of this today, and you know what you have right now for the next 10 games. Should be able to compete every week. Um, the defense, yeah, there were a couple of you know low lights. Even the penalty on Martin Emerson, though, yeah. for me, I was like, yeah, this is what the pe- – that's why he's here. He's the cornerback who's going to say, look, I'm going to be physical. I'm going to be a pain in the butt. Denzel, Greg, they're the guys who can jump things. I'm going to be the one who's going to be all over you, and there will be an elbow and a ribs. So when even they threw that flag and everyone was like oh, up in arms about it, I'm like, well, no, that's what he is. He's a physical cornerback. Every now and then you're going to get one of those. But no, you know, for what you did today, um, and I think the, you know, it's not good that it should have been an easy win, but it wasn't. But you want to know what? A team that a lot of new moving parts was able to rally today and, and get this out of here. Yeah, that's big. Actually, it, it, in the end, it doesn't matter that it should have been easier. All that matters is they learn from the, the lessons of the things they did wrong in this game, right? If that becomes a if it, if it becomes a routine, then it matters. In the end, like if if they play much better football, like they could play a much better game overall, especially in the second half. And if they do that, but as you said, 
if uh, and by the way, I don't think Jesus would have been a great kicker. No offense, but he had no shoes. He was barefoot. So and we're gonna have to put some respect on Jesus's name. But he, Jesus, he was barefoot. The, He's not making Jesus, a fifty. He the, can't make a fifty-yard field goal. Fifty field goal barefoot. The Jesus I know do all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> if if they had lost this game, if they had lost this game, it's a disaster. Especially the way it went, the, the dominant fashion, and and we would have had to listen to Baker would have been so cocky in the post game. The Baker Bros would have been out in full force, telling me and others how big we all are. And it, it, not only would it have been a loss, you would have choked the game to Baker, a guy who who's never pulled out a clutch win in his life, except for one or two times out of like fifteen fourth quarter situations, right? So. Yeah, we can lament some of the negatives from this game. Fine, that's not crazy. But the bottom line is, oh my God, if they had lost this game, it's a to- well, this is a whole another post game show because it was going that way. Like right before the kick, G was already freaking out. We were gonna we were gonna kill them. I was freaked out. Yeah. I'm gonna say this to me. The theme is this: so a a win and survive and advance. This is this ain't no no no. We're not worried about being cute, pretty. It ain't a fashion show. It's not a runway show. It it, it ain't the dog show where you get the prettiest waltz. Every single game for the Cleveland Browns is going to be ugly. Today, your special teams got you by, right? K. George stepped up and got you 12 big points, right? Now, next week, you might need to not give up no points, defense. You might need to shut somebody out. Week after that, Kareem Hunt and Chubb might have to put two, 125 apiece out there and, and get a game. Every single week is going to be a different thing for the Cleveland Browns, so don't get used to it. You need you need to find out a way to get it done each and every way. Today was the special teams. Tomorrow could be something else. Jacoby Brissett got a lot to finish up. One thing I did like, did he have any turnovers today? Nope. No. There you go. There yeah. you go. That yeah. I could deal with the overthrows and the underthrows because guess what? If he'd have gave the ball away one time, we wouldn't have won this game. And I'll by the way, Baker starting point. Baker should have had like five, six turnovers in this game. Really. He was he was so as bad as you could be in the first half. Can I tell you a note I took, yeah. by the way? Yeah. This was in the third quarter. So maybe he did something better, but the thing Brissett has done so far is throw a great block in that Schwartz reverse. I don't know if y'all caught that. He threw a <laughs> I great didn't catch that. I did. I did. Um, and that was in the third quarter. So in the fourth quarter, he did make a, a crucial third down conversion uh, on a pass to DPJ, which uh, allowed yep. that to continue. So he did do something better. But up until the third quarter, he wasn't very good, frankly. And I think it's going to be something we have to live with for the next 10 games because he's not going anywhere. One in the chat saying, where's Dobbs? Dobbs ain't coming in. They're not playing Dobbs. Stop it. Accept that reality now. He might get him a little goal line package or something. A little wildcat with Schwartz. <laughs> we can he can work with the Schwartz. We got a we got a wildcat quarterback and receiver. You know what you what they're gonna do when they come in. You're gonna get a little something. You ain't getting no Dobbs package in the middle of the field. No. You think Jacoby Brissett ain't throwing the ball well? Wait. Oh my god. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> exactly. And you're guys, Josh. Go ahead. I was going to say, give Stefanski, you know, for we've been critical of Stefanski for some of his decisions, but give him credit for this, something we didn't think we'd see, and I know we're all happy that we saw it. Kareem Hunt and, and Nick Chubb in the backfield at the same time. We haven't talked about that much. Twice yes, on the first five plays. They, they did it a bunch and in a bunch of different situations. We saw Kareem Hunt motion. I thought Kareem Hunt played a good game. I saw him at the fullback. I saw him blocking. I saw him catch the ball. I seen him come out. I seen him move in motion out of five wide, come in the backfield. I'll give Kevin Stefanski credit. 
He put him at fullback, motioned him out, right, ran play action, wide open in the end zone, got Kareem Hunt a touchdown. I thought Kareem Hunt put his versatility on display. I thought he showed you why he's an elite running back. And I've been saying it. The Browns don't just have one elite running back. They have two. Kevin Stavansky highlighted that. Now I want that package to be expanded. And yeah. we're just going to clean and tighten some stuff up. But I, I thought he was creative. We want. We said – the biggest ahead, thing Jeff. about that was the biggest thing about that was is the Browns understanding the situation with Kareem. Kareem's upset with his contract. He you know he wants to know what his NFL future is, and the Browns said, "Look, you know it may not be with us, but we're going to still make you look good as possible." So you know, with him almost eighty, you know, limited limited touches, um, close to what 75, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Um, that was huge because look, this is what happens when you go into free agency, and guys say, "Oh, well, this team's a million more than that team." Is this team really going to look out for me? The Browns and Kareem Hunt, though they have a weird, weird situation with each other right now. Right. But the Browns did the best thing they could to make Kareem Hunt look great today. And you know what? You show Kareem Hunt that you're going to have that faith in him, you know Kareem Hunt's going to do the same thing for Nick Chubb and the rest of that team. And guys, the, earlier this week, Mikey, I remember I, – I, I don't remember what the discussion was, but I think I, I said at one point, I want to see Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt combine for 40 touches, and everybody kind of looked at me like, 40 touches? Like, that's crazy. There's no way. They were close. 38 touches between them. That's 30, crazy and, to be. And this is why you guys have to – we have 1,300 people live now. If you don't already nice. follow, like, and subscribe to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, you're crazy not to do it right now. Hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, ring the bell. You'll be silly. A lot more not to get to tomorrow. We are going to do a show tomorrow with Tim Couch, all of us. Uh, and we're going to break this game down from every angle humanly possible. The other guys in the show who aren't on us, aren't with us right now on the restream will be with us tomorrow. And, and by this, the way, this is why you got to tune in. By the way, you might want to hit that button on the Locked On Browns podcast. Every single day, your team, every single day, Jeff and me will be breaking this game game down Monday. We're going to do that, too. So don't forget, we got a lot of X's and O's and ins and outs to get to. Yeah. Last week, we had the great Joe Thomas on. So we plugged that, too. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button on the Locked On Browns podcast. But here's, here's why you got to tune in, though. This is uh, Jason Lloyd, head writer for The Athletic, will be with us tomorrow. This is a little nugget he just sent me that I want to share with you now. I'm not going to give away all his nuggets. You got to tune in tomorrow to get them. <laughs> but he asked about the double backfield of Chubb and Hunt, and he sound, and he says it sounds like that could be a major wrinkle in this offense moving forward. And part of the reason about time pull back on this roster was to be able to utilize a two-back backfield with Chubb and Hunt. So Who would you rather give the ball to, Andy Genovich? Stanton? <laughs> Johnny Stanton? Come on, come on who would you rather give the ball roll. to? Yeah. Green Hunt or what are those? Two? I mean, look, Jason. This, is, this is ABCs, baby. Yeah, well, Jason was in the locker room today and he said, he, he, I'll show you the text. You guys can't read it, but I don't know if you guys see this. This is all Jason's nuggets from this post game stuff. So you guys right. would be silly nice. not to tune in to hear from Jason himself tomorrow at 11 a.m. We're not done. Jason. Just want to make sure so you, you know that. So tomorrow. you got Jeff and G with the Locked On Browns podcast. I'll do my bullpen podcast. You'll have both of those tomorrow and the show live from 11 to 1 streaming. Make sure you've subscribed to the Locked On Browns podcast. Make sure you've subscribed to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. My podcast is under that umbrella as well. We've got you covered. Everything you want to hear, everything you want to talk about. And the bottom line, guys, final thing for me, Baker Mayfield played an even game with Jacoby Brissett, and congratulations to him. That's the level of quarterback he is. That's why they had to move on because he's – let's $20 face million dollars either. <laughs> let's face it, Baker Mayfield is a high-quality backup quarterback – 
And I'm proud of him for that. He is a very quality number two guy. Uh, but in the end, he wasn't good enough. He made a couple of good throws. I'll give him credit for that. Congratulations, Bakey. You made a couple of good throws, but you didn't play well enough, pal. You didn't play well enough. You should have had about five turnovers in the first half. You were lucky. You were lucky that you didn't turn. He couldn't hold on to the ball. He was so scared of the Browns' defense that he couldn't hold on to the ball. The Browns' defense fell asleep in the fourth quarter. They 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 took their foot off the gas. They thought it was too easy, and they and they let things up. And Baker made some plays. Credit him there. But he and and I'm telling you, he's you know he and and the Baker Bros are gonna have to get over it. You know they could celebrate him as a great number two quarterback, uh, but he ain't gonna win a lot of games for Carolina because he just ain't that good. Let's let's face it. The Browns had to move on. Browns have an excellent team. Jacoby Brissett's not very good either. We're all, we're all realistic about that. They're going to have to find ways to win with him, and they found a way today. That's it. I don't care how they won. I, I all I know is they won. They ran the ball great, and they needed to go minimum of three and one in these first four games. Couldn't afford to lose this game. Couldn't yep. afford it. They got it done. That's all that matters. Jeff, your final thoughts on today's. One uh, two point win over the over the Panthers, excuse me. Look, look, I've been covering this team since 2017. So the fact that we're sitting here at the end of Week One with a victory is it, it, just mind blowing. But look, you know what's going to be first 11 games of this year? Kind of be guts and guile. You know, Cade York was the guy today. Who might be the guy next week? Who can be the guy in Week Three? Who can be the guy in Week Four? And then we get to that bigger stretch after that, and we'll figure it out. But um. You need to understand that, you know, look, you are in a tough spot. You know, they spent so much, invested in so much in Deshaun Watson, and you got to wait on him. Um, but there's good players. There's great players in this locker room. You, you just got to do what you, you got to do. It's not going to be pretty. This isn't certainly pretty. A little lipstick, uh, lipstick on the pig type of victory today. But if they had came home and they had lost to Baker Mayfield, mm. guys, I'll be honest with you, every one of us would have said, hey, oh. do I have vacation time? Can I be off this week? Because <laughs> I don't want to do this this week. We would have been in the same spot. You know it. We all know it. I, before we get out here, Big Nuggets, I got to do something. Do I got to do something special. I need everybody, if you in the chat, put your hands up right here. We're going to break it down. We're going to break it down like old school, like we used to be in the huddle. If you anywhere by the chat, put your hand up, Bull. Put your hand up, Big Nuggets. Here we're going to do. Guys, Big we nuggets. came in here and we got it. We got a game. <laughs> Guys, we got a game we didn't deserve to get. We had a lot of stuff that we I don't agree that we didn't with. deserve to get it. I don't agree. I, we, we, keep we going. Sorry. Keep going. But we, we, hey, we'll get better. But the only thing that we need to do is keep winning. I need to just keep winning on three. One, two, three. Just keep, keep winning. winning. <laughs> Let's get it going. G. <laughs> Bush, any other final thoughts? Or are you going to leave it? That's leave it, it to me to close us out hey, here. We close it out. I. It's a bittersweet win. Bittersweet win for two reasons. A, I'm thrilled they won. I'm a little disappointed we didn't see. Baltimore. You were one and zero in your Browns coverage, Mike. You were one and zero. Like you should retire, dude. Exactly. So you guys can thank me. Until I came mm -hmm. to Cleveland, the Browns had not won a season opener in 17 years. But selfishly, I wanted to see Bull absolutely explode today, and we got a pretty tame Bull. Sure and did? that's a loss for the Cleveland media scene. But, yeah. Bull, I'm glad you still have all your blood vessels in your eyes properly working. Mm -hmm. I'm glad yeah. you get to talk about one team tomorrow that won. I know your Bengals lost. I apologize. Sucks to suck. But it's okay. I'm very excited about the Browns. And I'm very excited about the win. And I'm very excited. In week two for the first time in 17 years. And that can't yeah. be understated. I know you hate the streak. Yes, but it's the reality yes, of the situation is, Bull, 17 years ago, what, you were like 
25 years old and still crushing honeys on the street. And I wish now, I was 25. Long, I wish. I was crushing honeys, but I wasn't 25. I was more like 35, but... Hit that like button. Hit that yeah, like, hit button. The like button. Let's, let's go. Let's just, let's just enjoy the fact that for six days, we'll talk a tiny bit of Baker. Just a tiny bit of Baker. I don't give we'll a talk. rat's ass about Baker anymore. He's an irrelevant player. Well, we got to get, get Jay's take. We got to get Jason's take. They were there. So we'll talk a tiny bit of Baker, but from now on, it is Browns and Browns winning football games for the next 10 weeks and 10 weeks only until Watson comes back. And let's be happy about that because I'm sick of the hypotheticals. I'm sick of players on other teams that don't matter. And I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns and the players awesome. on this roster that are contributing to win. The Oldsman Cleveland Sports Show, 11 a.m. We'll tomorrow. See ya. Locked on. Let's get what it. time are you guys dropping your episode? Uh, we'll be at about 10. About 10. I'm going to drop mine early, 7 a.m. tomorrow. 10. Just keep winning. You know what it is, man. Put them fists up in the air. You know what I forgot to mention? It's a W. You know what I forgot to mention? Carry it. Bleep Baker. (laughs) You want to roll out on that one? You sure? (laughs) But look, the book is closed. Wrap it up. Rounds are 1 and 0. And you can check the ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. You can check the bullpen. Kick Baker out of his house. Locked on Browns. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your night because. This is probably the hey. best week one Sunday night any of y'all had in a Love long it. time. Love it. Go to bed on a winning note. We will see y'all tomorrow on the Sports Show on Lockdown Browns. Pen. For Mikey McNuggets, Jeff Floyd, yeah. Jim Bush, and Adam the Bull. Baker sucks. See y'all then. Jay Crawford, yeah. Baker sucks. Stop loving him. <laughs>